Oh, what's going on everybody? Today I'm having a chance to speak with one of America's best marathoners, Emma Bates. You guys all know her if you've been watching the channel and I'm really happy to be able to spend some time with her and ask her some pressing questions. Emma, welcome. Hello, oh, thanks for having me. How are you been? Good, really good. I um, lose my voice a little bit. But what happened to your voice? I have black mold in my apartment right now. Oh, okay. So I've been coughing a lot and okay. then just talking to people and then it's just, okay. it's gone. Okay. Me. I I thought that it was going to be something more fun. I'm sorry to hear about the black mold situation. Sorry. Right. Is the pup okay? Is the pup affected by? The no, she's great. Okay. She's great. Okay. Dogs, cats are resilient, so they're right. good to go. It's just me, and I'm fine. It's just like okay. again, just respiratory right now. <laughs> okay. Quick question: Did you go for a run today? I did. What, yes. what was what was on the calendar for day workout wise? Twelve miles this morning, okay. which I ended up going eleven because I ran with a couple of my friends, okay. and they're like, oh, "We're done." I'm like, "I'll be done too." So that's kind of where I'm at. It's just like kind of just chill, just like whatever I kind of feel like each day. Okay, so coming off of Boston, congratulations! What a fantastic race. I have a couple of questions, although like there, there's not a lot left to cover because like you had such uh, uh, an expansive uh, post race recap. Um, so it's like recovery mode, off season. Tell me a little bit about like how you would kind of define your running right now. Yeah, so I really don't like to do anything other than marathon. So I'm all about just like marathon racing. So I'm not going to be racing until the fall. So I'll be doing a fall marathon. Okay. So a spring marathon, fall marathon, this kind of in between is just like, just get back into the rhythm again of things, but like not take it too seriously. It's great to have a mental break and a physical break. Not trying to like, I'm not trying to predict or guess what race it was, but like generally like we're in the way beginning of June. When do things kind of like start getting a little bit more structured for you? Like middle of July to end of July okay. is when it starts to get structured. Yeah. Right. Now you like running hot weather races, right? I think we talked about it before. I don't know if I like it. Okay. You do well in hot weather races, I think relative to your competition. Yes, yes. Do you like training in the summer? Um, I do like training in the summer and training in the fall. Um, so even, like before Boston, it was really tough just because it's so cold here. There's a lot of snow. Um, I ended up going to Phoenix for like the month of January, which is great to have that opportunity. But honestly, like I, I'm a summer baby. I like to, you know, run in the summer and not have to worry about being cold and layering up. So I'm all about the fall marathon training. So one of the things that um, we've talked about before is that you train and race best when you are in a, like a positive mindset, positive space. And one of the things that I saw you post on Instagram was it's before a long run and your coach is out there doing like a race simulation of like announcing you, you're standing at the line, all that kind of stuff. Can you give me a little bit of like the genesis of that? Was that like, hey, can you do this? Or he just dropped it on you one day and you were like, yes, more. Like how did, how did that happen? I think he just knows that like that's what it takes and like I don't race before a marathon and he doesn't really want me to race so like kind of just getting in that same mindset of a race strategy and just like um, I mean we're most of the time doing that kind of in the long runs is just like kind of breaking it down and be like what's your mind doing he's always kind of checking in but that day it was like let's just have fun like this is a big day this is a month out of Boston let's like make this a big one and really kind of tackle it so he's never actually said that to me before like let's tackle it it's always just like run within yourself and just feel it out but this that day was like get after it and that was really fun just because like he was psyched so it made me psyched okay. and him at the starting line just like getting us going that just really pumped me up and then one other question on that so there's like a video of that so you're at this like you know starting line he's there like pumping you up or like making it like intense like it would be on race day 
who was filming that? And like, were they like creeping in like the bushes or like what was going on with that? So that was our assistant coach, Nick Harris. And so he's kind of like, he is super helpful when like Joe's not there and like he kind of takes this role of the head coach. But like when uh, Joe is there, he's the head coach and Nick just kind of like fills in whatever he can. So like he's great at videography and like he um, actually worked on one of the um, movies um, that's coming out recently. Um, it was, uh, oh, I can't remember. It's a new movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. So he okay. was on set of that okay. and then Murder Mystery 2. So he just loves kind of that filmography stuff. So okay. like he's back there and he's always trying to get like this cool content and like we have an Instagram page now. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's really fun to have him around just like capture those moments because those are the moments that we have all the time but people don't see that so for everybody to kind of share in that is really cool yeah I mean I definitely have been enjoying the team boss account and I have definitely put in the comments many times I'm like who is putting this together because this is really fun and really good storytelling yeah. I have another question about Boston beforehand you know you were in interviews and you were telling people that you were you felt like you were in like 218 shape and what surprised me about that not that you felt that way, but was kind of like the response to it. I feel like a lot of people took it as a slight or as an insult. Like, how did, how did you feel about, I guess, response to the response? What is your response to the response on that? So I didn't know, like, beforehand, like, I don't look at social media before races or anything like that. I just try to stay away from it. But, like, it did, like, kind of it was jarring that I said it out loud. Like mm -hmm. I knew that I was feeling that way. Like, yeah. oh, I'm a 218, 219 girl. Like I just know from what we've been doing that that's like what I'm capable of. Mm -hmm. um, so I just wanted to like put it out there to like kind of hold myself accountable, I think. But it was after the fact that I was like, oh no, what did I do? Like, mm -hmm. and I don't want people to think like, you know, I am super cocky or like anything like that. Like I'm super confident, but whatever is going to happen on the day is going to happen on that day. All I can do is like control my controllables, but like it's not to slight any of my competitors or the people that come before me. It's just like, I know that I'm ready to do something pretty big on that day and I'm just going to go after it. And I feel like I'm in that 218, 219 shape on a flat course, which a lot of people I knew like misconstrued that like after the fact, they thought I was going to run 218, 219 at Boston. It's like, no, that would have been the record, right. the course record. That's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm not quite there yet, but um, definitely like, I don't know. I. I've kind of like taken on this thing, like fake it till you make it, like this kind of persona of like, let's just like say that I'm gonna do something big and see what the universe kind of gathers and like makes happen. And so that's kind of been my mentality, but like I also was more confident than I've ever been. So saying it out loud, like was jarring to me in the moment, but then I was like, no, yeah, like I, I'm definitely ready. So it got me even more ready for Boston than I've ever been for any other marathon. And, and it, it showed in the race. Mm -hmm. So then the next time you step up to the line, whatever race that, that may be, um, like, do you think that, I mean, of course there'll be course specific training, but in terms of tweaks to the overall like structure of what you're doing, do you think you need a lot to get there or you're like, or is it more like we're there, we just got to put it together and execute on the day. Where do you feel like you stand on that like 218 kind of benchmark? Yeah, I don't think it's training any harder. It's just doing what we have been doing and accumulating all of that work and that hard work and like kind of reaping the benefits of that. Like this whole last year of 2022, I, you know, was kind of struggling with COVID, um, uh, like long COVID and stuff. And so I ran, you know, the world championships and New York and took seventh and eighth. And that just 
that was okay, but like it wasn't really like what I had been training for. Like what the training had said that year was much better than what my performances were. So I knew it was in me to to run faster. And so I finally got to show my stuff at Boston. It finally came around at that time. So I think it's just, you know, continuing doing what we're doing and just building off of that. Were you disappointed with your world's performance? I was, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people thought of it as like, oh, who's this Emma Bates? Like, not me, of course. <laughs> but like um, people that maybe have been not following the women's marathoning scene as closely um, may have been a little bit surprised. I think part of that is the story of the three American women coming in so closely. Um, so it's interesting to me to hear you talk about that as a bit of a disappointment. Mm -hmm. what, why do you think that that was? Yeah, it was really cool to be like fifth, seventh, and eighth, like coming almost consecutively and like just being on U.S. soil and representing the U.S. in that way. Like I'm proud of that, but I wanted to do better. Like I went out there wanting to be in the top three and it was more the way that I ran the race that I was disappointed in. It wasn't my results. It was, you know, like I went out faster than I ever had in a marathon, but like I wasn't racing. I was just trying to like run a certain time and that never really pans out. You have to run with the race. And that's what I did at Boston was I ran with the race. I didn't care what my times were, what pace I was going at. So I think that's a huge step in the right direction. And that's kind of like not um, a breakthrough, like on paper necessarily at Boston, but a breakthrough for me internally, just knowing that I can I can race anybody. It's not about times, it's just about getting in there and setting yourself up for success. Looking ahead to the trials coming up in February, not terribly long away, um, what are your thoughts in terms of how do you prepare as a Boulder athlete for a February race that is, I don't think the course has been released yet, but would probably be very flat. What, what are the ways that you're going to have to adjust training? Honestly, I have no idea. It's definitely Joe's job to okay. kind of figure that out. Um, and yeah. he's like deep in like track world right now with okay. all my teammates. And then I'm going to focus on my fall marathon and, you know, progress um, into that season. But yeah, it's kind of like just taking one race at a time. And I know the Olympic trials is the ultimate goal, but we have goals before that. Mm -hmm. So that's gonna be for future Emma and future okay. Joe Bossard to decide. Okay, so you're not even really thinking that far ahead? Right, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Kind of related to that and what you were saying earlier that you don't like to race a lot. Um, like how, I feel like a lot of professional athletes would be concerned about that on two, like if they were gonna adopt that into their own schedule for, for two reasons. One is probably some contracts may require you to race a little bit more frequently. Um, but the other might be like, well, how do I know where I'm at? How do I know if I'm 218 shape, for example? How do you get over like that, like I just wanna check, like that curiosity and where does that confidence come from to say like, I don't need to do that kind of thing? Yeah, it's definitely not for everybody, but I've kind of figured out a way to like, again, the fake it till you make it mentality. Like I believe that I'm doing more than everybody else in training. I feel like I'm working harder than everybody else and doing everything right. And not to say they aren't, but I'm just for me, like I know that this is 
the right thing to do. So just like kind of being in that mentality, that bubble, like, you know, putting on the blinders, not caring what anybody else does. Like even though people are racing left and right or doing, you know, tune-up races and whatnot, I know I can get the best out of myself in training. And that's why I live in Boulder, especially because we can work really hard here without kind of going over the limit. Um, and that's like really nice in practice, just to like be able to like push yourself and like have that effort of a race. Um, and so a month out, that was that, 24 mile long run that you know coach joe was at the starting line and everything and so that's that's kind of my race and um again just trusting that that's like you know the the results on the page aren't going to be as fast as you know like an actual race itself but just knowing that effort is there so just yeah just trusting in the system is honestly how i've i've done it and i just am really comfortable with it all right great well thanks so much for spending some time with me that's all i got for you today and good luck for whatever that fall marathon may be uh, i look forward to cheering uh cheering you on on the sidelines thank you